Hello, everyone. Welcome in to your weekly sports breakdown. I'm Asher, joined alongside by Jackson. And today is a special show because, well, every day is a special show. But today we are going to be um, breaking down the week 15 games plus some games of the week, like the usual. However, there has been a slight shift in our overall records on the season. Jackson, um, would you like to break the news about what has happened last week? Yeah, well, um, it's very sad, but unfortunately... To some people. Yeah, Asher closed the gap a little bit for our overall predi- um, prediction record. So Asher is now 52 and 32, while I am 57 and 27. So I'm only five ahead. And with three more weeks um, coming, if Asher could, um, you know... On the close games, if he could win against me more often than not, he has a shot at uh, taking the lead. So um, it's it's getting yeah. closer. Yeah, and I think I've figured something out. Because last week, I think there were like seven games that we disagreed on. And oh. I got four of them correct. You got three of them. Yeah. I don't like that strategy. Because when you take so many games um, that are 50-50, eventually – it's going to end up looking 50-50, right? Yeah, the, yeah. the people that won. That happened two weeks ago when Jackson won one more of the games we split. That happened one week ago when I won one more of the games that we split. So, I mean, there are three weeks left. I'm down five. My strategy is to take, like, four games max that I'm pretty confident my team is going to win so that hopefully I could win, like, three of them and Jackson maybe only wins one or in the in – the, in the best case, I win four and Jackson wins zero, which then would um, give me a lot of games back. So, yeah, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to – if it's a 50-50 game and, I, and I'm not really that confident about the person I'm ta- – about the team I'm taking, I'm just going to go with the team Jackson takes because, I don't know, I don't think I should uh, take too many picks that are that are different from Jackson because when you take too many, it's going to eventually regress to the mean, which will be 50-50. But I think I think we've said too much about this. Um, Jackson, what do you say we just jump right into our Week 15 games? Yeah, sure. Okay, so the first game that we have up is um, not the most exciting of games. It's the Carolina Panthers trying to take on the Green Bay Packers. So, Asher, what do you think about this game? Okay, yeah, so first of all, um, we are recording this uh, on Saturday afternoon. Um the Bills-Broncos game, I believe, is going on right now, and the Bills are crushing them. But um, we felt that this, this episode is probably not going to be out until that game is started. But just know that it's Saturday. It's like it's 4.50 right now, so we're making our picks before the game starts. So just know that when we're hopefully both right, so there's no, like, cheating going on. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so – uh anyway to the game now panthers packers we have the the green bay packers are they are rolling they're 10 and 3 they've won um oh well so they've they run they won three straight they lost that ot game against the colts but they've just been they're on fire and if anyone could challenge patrick mahomes for the mvp this season i think it's aaron Rodgers. he's been having a stellar season and the panthers just they don't win football games. They, uh, you know, they, well, they've lost two straight, but 
you know, they should have won against the Vikings and should have beat the Broncos. And they, they lost both, both of those games. And now when they're going up against one of the top five teams in the league in the Green Bay Packers, I just, at, at Green Bay, I just don't see them coming anywhere close. Um, Vegas thinks the Packers are going to win by eight and a half points. I, I personally think it's going to be like a two touchdown game. It's going to be out of the park early. It's a 51.5 over under. Um, I think it's, that means it's pretty, it's going to be hopefully a high scoring game. I don't really think so. I don't think the Panthers will be able to put points on the board. And so this game is probably going to be over by halftime. So I'm going to take the Packers to win and to cover the spread. Yeah, well, I'm agreeing with Asher here. The Panthers are coming off a loss to the Broncos, which just doesn't really inspire confidence in me that they have a shot at winning this game. They also lost to the Vikings and made that game surprisingly close. Um, but anyway, you know, they're 4-9. They're not really that good. Green Bay's one of the best teams in the league. Not really much to be said here. So I, I agree. I think that the Packers are going to win. And I think that the only way the Carolina Panthers come within 8.5 points is if, you know, garbage time, they somehow score a touchdown and, you know, they only lose by seven or something like that. But not going to be the most exciting game to watch. Anyway, yeah. to, uh, to the next game, we have the Houston Texans versus the Indianapolis Colts. Pretty similar game with a spread of the Colts projected to win by seven and a half points. So, Asher, what do you think is going to happen here? Yeah, so I think it's going to be exactly that. The Houston Texans, now look, Deshaun Watson is great. I think on any other team except for the Jets or the Jaguars, he would be having an MVP-type season. He is. It's just on the Texans, and they're terrible, so no one's recognizing it. But, I mean, the, te- the, the Texans got trounced by the, by the Bears last week, and the Bears are just, like, not a good football team. They're an average football team. And the Colts are one of the powerhouses of the league. They're dominated. Uh, they're dominating. Or That's not the right word. But um, they dominate. <laughs> sorry. They dominate on defense. And they're just, you know, Philip Rivers. I mean, it's not him that's getting it done, but I don't know. Maybe their kicker, Rodrigo Blankenship, is just, I don't know. They're, they're, they're just good. The Colts are just like an old-fashioned, good, defensively-minded football team. Um, a little more run-heavy than the Steelers are, but the Steelers are also one of those time uh, arch-type teams. You know, the Colts, they're just going to win this game. It's not going to be that exciting. I think they win. They cover the spread. Yeah. Uh, Jackson, are you in agreement? Yeah. So the Colts, um, so far, have a 9-4 and four record. Um, they actually just won to the Texans um, only by six points two weeks ago. But um, I believe that that was for, um, you know, more of a garbage time situation in which the Texans um, scored a few meaningless points. Um, you know, the Colts, uh, they have some impressive wins under their belt. They beat the Packers. Beat the Titans, though the Titans uh, more recently beat them. Um, you know, they've beaten some pretty solid teams. And they're, uh, I wouldn't say they're a uh, contender for the Super Bowl, but they're obviously well above average. Definitely one of the t- probably top 75% of teams in the NFL, if not even better. Um, and they're coming off of a convincing 17-point uh, win against the Raiders. Meanwhile, you take the, um, uh, the Texans and... They just got um, absolutely destroyed by the Bears um, to break the Bears' six-game loss streak. Um, yeah. The Bears, in my opinion, are really, really bad. And the only way that they were able to win is because the Texans are also really, really bad. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm going to take the Colts on this one and the Colts to beat the spread as well. 
Yeah, it's never a good thing when you're the reason that a team ends their, uh, however long it is, losing streak against you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's move on. We have Lions going into Tennessee, taking on the Titans, 51.5 point over under. The Titans are favored at home by 11 points. Now, the Titans are coming off of a convincing victory against the Jaguars after um, their defense could do nothing against the Browns the week before. Um, yeah, so what do you think about this game, Jackson? Yeah, so um, I think that the Titans are obviously going to win this game. Um, we're really starting off with a pretty bad string of games, if I'm going to be honest with you. But, um, you know, I think that the Lions actually have the potential to make this one more interesting than people will think. Um, they did pull within seven points of the Packers, which I know is not very good um, Good for them. Even though, you know, it's only a touchdown difference, like they did, you know, get some stuff done in garbage time. However, this is an 11-point spread. So if they do the same thing against the Titans, which are a worse team than the Packers, um, you know, they could come within those 11 points. I think that 11 points um, is a lot, especially if the Lions score in garbage time. So I think that the Lions will actually uh, make this one closer than other people will think. Um, whether or not the points that do make this close are meaningless or not um, remains to be seen. But um, I do think that this is basically a, like an easy um, late season win for the Titans just to improve their record and their playoff hopes. It's pretty likely. I mean, yeah, they're, they're going to make the playoffs, of course. They're a very good team. Um, taking, I think, the um, trophy of uh, – um, taking the trophy – of best team in the AFC South from the Colts. So, um, yeah, I think that the uh, Titans are definitely going to win this one. Yeah, so um, the Lions, yes, they made it kind of close against Green Bay. That was a division game. Division games are, I don't know, there's probably some stat that can back me up on this. Division games are, the point differential is probably a lot closer than non-divisional games just because it's a rivalry and, you know, these teams just like, very contested overtime and yada, 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 you know. Um, but the, the Titans are just really dominant. Derrick Henry's going to run all over these, this Lions defense. I wouldn't be surprised if he tops 200 yards again this week. And so the, just, uh, the Lions are just like always, they always are in the four to seven win category for the season, it seems. And that's no fault to Matthew Stafford, but it's just like, you know, the Lions just, they don't have the talent, really. And the Titans do. They have the defense. I, I think this game is just a blowout win, again, in the Titans' favor. So, so far, we've had three blowout games, which we're pretty much all in agreement, right? Yep, and we're moving on to a fourth with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. So, the Falcons are proving that of um the two teams that, have heartbreak the most that have had the most heartbreaking losses this season. They are the worst of the two, as they just lost yeah. to the Chargers and another heartbreaking loss, I think. So yeah, um, so yeah, very a very Falcons loss. And if the opposite would have happened to the Chargers, would have been a very Chargers loss. But anyway, yeah, actually, both teams just tried to outdo each other. It was so funny. So um, look, I'm a Chargers fan. I'm wearing a Chargers sweatshirt right now. The Chargers. Look, they were three and nine, and now when when we're next talking about them, they're five and nine. They won on Thursday night somehow against the Raiders in overtime. Um, yeah, and they also beat the Falcons. So it was just a uh, the the Chargers at halftime had one of like the worst calls. 
So it was a third and one. They're at like the Falcons 10 yard line. Um, they just called their last timeout. There were 20 seconds left in the half. Usually you would try and throw the ball, right? Because it's third and one. The Falcons haven't been stopping them pretty much all game. You have one of the best QBs and Justin Herbert. It's a third and one. You can you can do anything pretty much to get that first down. Instead, they run the ball. Don't get – I mean, I get their philosophy. They were trying to run the ball, uh, get the first down, spike it, and then get one more shot at the end zone. Although, if you're going to do that, just take the one shot on third and one because what ended up happening was they didn't get the first down, so they tried to rush their field goal unit on, didn't get the field goal off. It was a terrible thing. Anyway, Matt Ryan blew it. He threw an interception with, like – they were like five yards away from the field goal, field goal target line through an interception with like 30 seconds left. It was great. Anyway, uh, yeah, Falcons are terrible and they don't know how to hold on to a lead. The Bucks, meanwhile, do, and they proved it with their convincing win over the Vikings last week. So, yeah, so I'm going to take the Bucks definitely, even though they're on the road. doesn't really matter. They're going to win. They're going to cover the six-point spread. Yeah, so Jackson, what do you think? Uh, the only thing I disagree with you on is that I don't think that the Buccaneers need to uh, like know how to hold on to a lead late in the game. Um, you know, uh, against good teams because um, you know they've had a couple of really close losses, uh, twenty-seven to twenty-four in both the Rams and the Chiefs games. So anyway, um, the Buccaneers aren't the best late-season team, but that's basically—I mean, late-game team. But that's besides the point because, um, as Asher stated pretty well, the Falcons are just really not good. And even if they do somehow make this game close, they're going to lose it anyway. So basically the only type of football game that the Falcons will win is a blowout win for them. And that is clearly not going to happen against a team that looks like they're playoff bound. Um, so yeah, I agree. I think that the Buccaneers are going to win and I don't think it's going to be close. I think the Falcons just aren't very good. So yeah, I have the uh, the Bucks winning this one. So now moving on to... um. You know, this one I actually personally would consider a pretty bad game, but I guess better yeah. do not because um, the spread here is only Miami Dolphins is only the Miami Dolphins by one and a half points against the lowly New England Patriots. So, Asher, what do you think is going to happen here? Oh, I guess you would consider this a good game. Yeah, I mean, it's not like air quotes good game. It's a close game. I think oh, okay. you know Bill Belichick has what is it like a twenty and four record against rookie QBs. I just don't see that getting worse against the two Otago by Loa led Dolphins. I think it's just, you know, the Dolphin the Dolphins are just I mean they're good. I think they're pretty inflated. They've played the Jets twice. They've played the I hate to say it, but they played the Chargers. They've played the um the Jaguars. They played, you know, they just haven't you know, they lost to the Patriots back in week one. They've um I just, I just don't, I just think this is one the Patriots win. Bill Belichick is a great coach, probably the best in the league. Yes, they did get destroyed by the Rams, but before that, they had beaten the Cardinals, and then they got, they completely destroyed the Chargers, which I hate to admit, but they did. It was 45 nothing. Can't say that they didn't. Um, yeah, so I'm actually going to take the Patriots in a road upset here against the Dolphins. I think it's close, but I think the Patriots do win. Um, I mean, they're just still a really good football team and cam newton is just i think the better quarterback here i think that's probably what's going to decide it and i just i just don't see i see bill belichick throwing different schemes at two tiger by and confusing him that's what he does best against rookie qbs and i just see that happening this week so i'm gonna take the patriots 
Yeah, well, you know, there's only so much a coach can do because they're not actually playing the game. And as you've seen, the Patriots, to be honest with you, I'm going to have to disagree with Ashton on this, aren't really good at playing the game. Um, they really only have one impressive win on the season, which is um, against the Ravens. Um, you know, first week games, there are a ton of anomalies. That's when the Jaguars won against, I believe it was the Browns. I'm not 100% sure about that. Colts. But they, Colts. But they won against a decent team. Um, but, you know, look where they are now. So it's not necessarily a good indicator of what is going to happen later on in the season. And, you know, the Patriots, they've beaten the Raiders. Kind of a good game, I guess, but not really. Um, the Cardinals, I mean, the Cardinals, yeah, they're, they're good, but they're not as good as we thought they were, I think. They're very really slowing down at the end of this season. Um, and then they just got totally destroyed by the Rams. So it's really hard to vouch for a team that just lost uh, lost a 24-3 in their last game. So um, especially when you take the Dolphins, the Dolphins are sitting on an 8-5 and five record. They are not that bad. They're, they're good, actually. I think they're going to make the playoffs. Um, when you look at the teams that they've played, um, you know, they've beaten the Cardinals. Okay. They've beaten the Rams, which is good. They've, um, they have had the benefit of playing the Jets twice. Um, but, you know, they, they have some solid wins. And they are coming off of a relatively close loss to the Chiefs which um, is impressive because, you know, they're the Chiefs. Although it wasn't, it wasn't that close. It was, it was 30 to 10 at one point, and the Dolphins came back. Oh, okay. I don't, okay. I don't, it wasn't that close, actually. Okay. But, you know, um, the Dolphins are just a much better team. At least it was better than okay. the uh, Patriots game last week. So I, I, can't, I can't take the Patriots with this one, nor do I want to because I don't like the Patriots. So I'm taking okay. the Dolphins with this one. Oh, oh, yeah, and taking the Dolphins to win the spread because it's only a one-and-a-half-point spread. So – Okay, yeah, so that's the first game we disagree. Um, this one, I mean, I don't think we should disagree, but I think Jackson's going to take an irrational uh, Washington football team upset here. Uh, yeah, so we have the football team um, taking on the Seahawks in Washington. Seattle is a six-point road favorite. It's, wow, now this is surprising. It's a 44-and-a-half-point over-under. I believe that's the lowest or second lowest on the on the week. The Dolphins Patriots is only a 41 point over under, which says that the implied team totals are around 20 points. So that's that's a pretty low scoring game. And this game is is projected to be that. I think, you know, the football team, I don't know what their QB situation is. I believe they're I'm starting to be Dwayne. Oh, he is? I think so, yeah. I'm oh, I thought it was sure. Dwayne Haskins was starting. Let me look it up. Yeah, I but I okay. Now this I'm basing on the fact that Dwayne Haskins is going to start. Look, the Seahawks, Russell Wilson, he's been a little inconsistent, and ah, uh, this football team defense. Yeah, yeah, Dwayne Haskins is going to start. Okay, yeah. So the football team, you know, it's a, it's two different teams. It's the football team are a pretty. Pretty, pretty solid defensive line. They're like the second best in the league, I believe. No, they, they are the best in the league. No, I think the Bucks have despite, the best. Despite what defense. the stats tell you, they're the best in the league. <laughs> the football team, no, they have the best pass defense in the league. And one of the best run defenses also. Um, the Bucks have the best run defense. I, I know that for a fact. Okay. But Seattle has one of the better offensive firepowers in the league. They have DK Metcalf, Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, Chris Carson. The list goes on and on. The football team, look. Dwayne Haskins is not a good player. I'm sorry to say it. He He's not. He got benched. He is the third string QB. They had um, what's his face, Kyle Allen, 
he was that season. Good. He was better than Dwayne Haskins. Uh, yeah, but he had a terrible injury. Alex Smith now has a calf injury. Um, Dwayne Haskins at quarterback. Alex Smith, if Alex Smith were starting in this game, this would be a 50-50 toss-up for Agreed. me. But he's Agreed. not. I think Dwayne Haskins probably throws like two or three picks. Um, you know, the Seahawks, Jamal Adams, is he good? Is he bad? I don't know. I think he gets a couple of interceptions in this game. I yeah, I see I think the Seahawks are gonna win. Russell Wilson, he can he can escape the pocket. He he has he can really scramble and the football team has a really good defensive line. But I don't think their secondary is gonna be a match for Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. I think one of them is gonna be consistently open. It seems to flip flop. Um but anyway, I'm gonna take the Seahawks, but I I'm I don't think they covered the six point spread. I think it's a pretty close game in this one. Okay, so the way to beat the Seahawks, the tried and tested way throughout the season, is to get them to not score a lot of points. The Giants beat the Seahawks 17 to 12. The Rams beat the Seahawks 23 to 16. Um the I believe that's how you beat any football, any team in the NFL. You score more than they do. Yeah, I know that. But what I'm saying is you're not gonna beat the Seahawks if they go off for one of their crazy high scoring games. Which they yeah, do yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. The way to beat them is with a good, solid defense. That's like the antidote to the Seahawks. And that is exactly what the Washington football team has. They have one of the best, probably in my opinion, the best defensive line in the league, but I'm biased. Um, And their cornerbacks, you know, their coverage has finally figured it out. They're no longer making stupid mistakes. And while I wouldn't argue that they're like one of the best in the league, they are competent and they are pretty good. So as long as they don't make any mistakes, Washington has a really, really good defense. I saw a stat the other day that um, I think Washington is – so everybody knows that they're a really good second-half team. But what people might not realize is that their rush defense and pass defense is the best in the league in both categories in the second half. And then in the first half, it just goes way down. So, um, you know, with Washington, it's really all about how many points can they prevent the Seahawks from scoring in the first half. I think that's what this game comes down to. And also, will Dwayne Haskins be a serviceable quarterback? Um, so that's the one question mark for me about this one. I think that the football team will be able to hold the Seahawks to a bad um, offensive game, in which case they definitely have a shot at winning. But they have to capitalize on that by Dwayne Haskins, um, by Dwayne Haskins actually getting things done and not making stupid mistakes. Now, we've seen – I think he had one game where he just, like, didn't have any interceptions – um, but the issue with that same game was that he didn't throw for a lot of yards. So when he tries to be conservative, he tries to be too conservative. And when he tries to get risky, he gets too risky. So if he can find that in between, then that would be really good for the football team. Um, you know, I think that it, it really all depends on Dwayne Haskins. If he can, um, if he, I, I believe Antonio Gibson is back in. So that's good. No, he's not. No, he's not. Oh, he's not. No, he has. I would know. I have him in my fantasy league. It's disappointing. He has a turf toe injury. He's not going to be back for this week. Shoot. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, J.D. McKissick didn't look bad that last week. Okay. He was okay. But, um, so that, yeah. So he was okay. And the, like, the, the Redskins, sorry, the football team have a very, very good, um, uh, like, set of receivers. Um, you know, Logan Thomas, in my opinion, is one of the better tight ends in the league. He's very good. Been playing very well recently. Um, and each game, it seems like there's like a new receiver who like 
has a pretty good game. Like, for instance, I remember one time towards the beginning of the season, Dontrell Inman was playing really well. And then later on in the season, um, like against Cam the Steelers, Cam Sims was playing really well. Um, who had, like, I'd barely ever seen him in a game, if, if at all. So before that. So they have proven that the receivers are good. So hopefully Dwayne Haskins will be able to make it work. In that case, they can beat the Seahawks. But then again, it is a risk for me to pick them because the Seahawks are obviously a very, very good football team. And Dwayne Haskins is a very, very inconsistent at best quarterback. So, um, yeah, I think hopefully the football team wins. It's a little bit of a toss-up for me, but that's who I'm taking. Yeah, so Jackson, you think that uh, the football team can contain Russell Wilson and that Dwayne Haskins can get it done. I think the opposite. Um, let's move on. Ooh, we have another game I think where we're going to disagree. Bears, Vikings in Minnesota. Three, uh, three point spread. Vikings are favored at home. It's a 46 point over under. This one's interesting because the, the Vikings coming off of a loss. Um, I get that. It's against the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Bears coming off of a dominant win. I didn't, I didn't see that coming. The Bears actually destroyed the Texans. I thought the Texans were going to run, run away with that. The Bears did, and they didn't let a comeback as they did the week before against the Lions. Um, yeah, so ooh, this one, this one's like a toss-up for me. I just Bears have a pretty good rush defense and a pretty bad offense, and the Vikings are the opposite. This was really, really interesting. Now, Jackson, what do you think? Okay, so in my opinion, I think that the Vikings will win this game. But um, yeah, okay, so let's go through it. The Bears had a six-game losing streak until they broke that streak against the Texans, who were having a little bit of a late-season surge, but are nobody's idea of, a, like, you know, a good football team. So that one we have to take with a little grain of salt for sure. I wouldn't say it's the most impressive thing in the world for the Vikings after losing, I mean, the Bears after losing six games in a row to win against a bad team. Honestly, it's kind of about time that they won a game because six games in a row was really, really, really bad. Um. And the Vikings, well, yes, they lost last week, but that's against the Buccaneers, who are a solid um, team that are, like, they're definitely looking like they're going to make the playoffs. Um, And the Vikings, though they have the same record as the Bears, the Bears piled up a ton of wins at the beginning of the season, and then all of a sudden started dropping down a lot. The opposite was true of the Vikings. Now, my only concern with the Vikings is that they have shown that their games can get very, very close. For example, their two games before the Buccaneers game, they only won by three points to the Jaguars and one point to the Panthers. So the Vikings are going to have to hold on to a lead against the Bears. However, they also tend to win these close games. The only close game that they really lost was against the Seahawks by one point. But I take a one-point loss loss to the Seahawks because that's pretty And that was was a game-winning drive by Russell Wilson, I believe. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so, um, you know, the Vikings, I think are just a better team. Last time they faced off the Vikings won by six points. Um, so it's a low scoring game, which I think proves that the bears defense can do something against the Vikings. Um, it was only 19 to 13 and the Vikings win. However, this also proved that despite the Vikings lackluster defense, 
the Bears still could not score on them because the Bears' offense is just that bad. I don't know what happened last week. I don't know how they scored 36 points. But I think- as we have seen in their previous games, they were they, they couldn't put any points on the board, and I don't see that changing this week, especially against a team that is considerably better than the Texans, in my opinion. So I'm going to take the Vikings on this one. I'm not saying it's like a 100% sure like, like the Vikings are definitely going to win. I don't think they are definitely going to win. But I do think that they have probably like a 70% chance of winning. So I'm going to take them. And um, as most Viking, um, I wouldn't say most, but many Vikings wins are, especially as of late, um, close games. I am going to say that the Bears do beat the three-point spread to make it a close game. But I think that the Vikings still do win. Okay, now that's interesting. I'm going to... Ooh, I'm just going to get right to the point here. I'm going to take the Bears. And, of course, they're going to cover the spread because the Vikings are favored. Um, yeah, so here's why. I think the Bears, look, they were 5-0. and Under half of that was Mitch Trubisky. Half of that was Nick Foles. Uh, Nick Foles got hurt during their six-game uh, slide. Mitch Trubisky, I mean, look, he's not the best quarterback. But, I mean, he does get points on the board. Yes, he does get some turnovers, but he does get points on the board. And the Vikings, look, they want to establish the run. Dalvin Cook gets, like, 30 carries a game. He's, like, second in the league to Derrick Henry. Um, yeah, the Vi- the Bears have a, have a good defense. It's hard when their offense doesn't score any, any points and leaves them on the field for most of the game. However, this Bears offense has scored 30 points consistently the last two weeks. And um, I – believe the week before. wait sorry i'm looking up really right now um oh yeah well i uh so they've scored 25 points or more in the last three weeks 25 30 36 um i just you know i think this is a game where the bears win i'm just gonna get right to the point i'm not gonna do a long-winded explanation i just think they're i just think they're a better team than the vikings and they're kind of made to combat the vikings especially in this game so I'm gonna take them. Yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Bears to upset the Vikings. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, I think that we both agree that that's gonna be a close game and an exciting game as it is. Um, you know, um, two rivals from the NFC North. Um, however, it's not looking good for either of these teams in terms of making the playoffs. So there's not too much at stake. Anyway, moving on to the next game. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Baltimore Ravens. Not much to be said here. Ravens are favored by 13 points. I think that the Ravens um, win, obviously. Um, And, you know, the Jaguars have shown a little bit of a tendency to score garbage time touchdowns and thus make the games much, like, seem much closer if you just look at the box score than they really were. However, um, I believe that um, in the past game, they were just demolished by the Titans, 31 to 10. And um, I'd say that the Titans at this point are a pretty comparable team to the Ravens. So um, I'm going to say that the Ravens uh, beat this spread and obviously they're going to win the game. Yeah, not much more to be said. Um, They had a great game against the Browns the week before. Um, If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It was like crazy game back and forth. The Ravens ended up winning against this a Browns team that's very, 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 very good. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, so I'm going to take the Ravens, and they're going to cover the spread. Next game, we have the Niners. We have the Cowboys. 
It's in Dallas. It was the Sunday night football game. Now it's not because the Cowboys suck. And it's the first time they've been flexed out of football games since Sunday night game and since 2006. I think that says something about the Cowboys. Says they're like a really bad team and they need a quarterback because Dak Prescott is not there. So I'm going to take the injury rattled uh, 49ers to win and cover the spread in Dallas against the rival Cowboys. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that one. Even though the 49ers um, like haven't been playing well basically for the entire season, they're still better than the Cowboys, who are the worst team in the worst division in the league. So yeah. that's basically all there is to be said. I'm a little surprised that the spread is only by the 49ers by three points. But anyway, um, moving on to the next game, uh, another really boring game. Yeah. The Jets against the Rams with what might In be, Los Angeles. Yeah. The highest, like, spread, like, differential that we have seen this season with the – No, I don't, I don't believe – uh-huh. It's a 17-1 spread. Yeah. The Jets played the Chiefs oh. back in week five or something. The Chiefs opened at, like, a 24-point favorite. And oh, they actually sorry. covered that spread. They covered the spread, I think. They were they just like it was so funny. Um, yeah, so I I believe we're all in agreement. We're gonna take the Jets in Los Angeles, cover the 17 point spread and more. I think they the Jets are gonna win. Yeah. Obviously. No, uh yeah, so Rams cover the spread. I believe Jackson is in agreement. Yeah. Let's move on. Okay. Ooh, now Eagles, Cardinals in Arizona, six and a half point spread. 49 and a half point over under this game could get interesting. We have the storyline. We have Kyler Murray and the Cardinals high flying. And then sometimes they just run out of gas and, and the Gosh. bird plummets <laughs> down to the ground. And this Eagles squad, look, they had an injured wing with Carson Wentz and they figured it out. They put Jalen hurts in and their wing no longer hurts and they are off the ground. However, nice. Who will fly higher? Will it be the bird from Arizona or the bird from Philadelphia? That's good. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so the Eagles kind of got a blessing disguised as a curse, or maybe it wasn't disguised as a curse, because I don't think that anybody was sad to see Carson Wentz leave because he sucks. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they won against the Saints. Now that was still a Saints team without Drew Brees. However, that Saints team also was ten and two. What was ten and two? Yes, and that Saints team is actually um the third best of the league in terms of um points allowed per game. So the Saints are, I mean, sorry, fourth best. So the Saints not only do they have a really good offense, they have a really good defense, and that was really telling because it shows that the Eagles actually can put um actually can do something against a good defense even if they're um even if the Saints did not have um Drew Brees it is still an impressive win because the New Orleans offense is actually the worst side of the field for New Orleans is they are actually seventh best yeah. in NFL team points per game so um I think that while the Cardinals do win this one and I am saying that because the Philadelphia Eagles Simply put, they're um, they're four and eight, and the Cardinals are seven and six. Now it was looking like the Cardinals 
were in this really big slump, but then they absolutely destroyed the Giants. I'm not sure. Actually, yeah, they destroyed the Giants. I'm not sure if you'd call that super impressive. In fact, I wouldn't call it very impressive at all. Yeah. But still, at least they didn't lose to the Giants, in which case that would have been really bad for them. And anyway, I just think that they're the better team. I think the Eagles had a surprisingly really good game last week, but I don't think that the Eagles are really a very good team in general. I think that the Cardinals, um, you know, while they might, um, while they might not be a little bit inconsistent on offense, I think that they are that their offense is more than a match for the Eagles' defense, as the Eagles, um. You know, their their defense. I mean, it's it's not bad, it's not great, but it, it's definitely not the best. So I think that the Cardinals do get it done against um this Eagles team, but I think that the Eagles do beat the spread because as I've stated before, both teams are actually at pretty similar levels. So um I think that um the six and a half point spread for the Cardinals winning is a little inflated, to be honest with you, after um, the fact that the Cardinals have not had a very good um, season or no late season and the Eagles um, coming off a very good win last week. So I'm going to say that the Cardinals win, but the Eagles uh, make it close. Okay. Yeah, I agree. You said it all. Um, yeah. So let's move on to definitely the most exciting game this week. Yeah. Maybe the season we have the chiefs in new Orleans taking on the saints chiefs. A little twelve and one Saints, a ten and three, I believe. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so two really great teams. Fifty-one and a half point over under. I'm surprised it's not higher. You get maybe Drew Brees coming back for Week 15. You get the Saints. You get the Chiefs. Jackson, what do you think? Okay, I'm going to take a surprising pick on this one. So I believe okay. that Drew Brees is coming back. Correct? Yes. Yes, I believe so. Okay. So I think that the Saints have all the tools to defeat the Chiefs. And the reason that I'm saying that is, as I stated um, just um, in the game previous to this, the um, New Orleans Saints are second best in the NFL in terms of defense. They are behind only Pittsburgh, um, you know, the Steelers, the Dolphins, and the Rams. So I think that the, um, the Saints do have the potential more than most other teams in the league to hold Kansas City to not an incredibly high point total. Now, if they can do that and their offense can show up, which they are definitely more than capable of as they have the seventh best offense in the league, but have all the potential in the world to have a really good game on any given night as you know, they have Alvin Kamara, Drew Brees passing to, um, Michael Thomas, um, you know, they just have, they have all the tools to have a really good night. If Drew Brees can channel, um, you know, the quarterback that he used to be for this night, which hopefully he can, he can rise to the occasion. Then the Saints have a very real chance at beating the Chiefs um, in an upset. Um, And, you know, betters think that this is going to be a close one too, because they only have the Chiefs winning by three points to the Saints, even though the Chiefs are probably the best team in the league. So, I am going to take the Saints on this one. Um, there's not much to be said in that, you know, they're definitely going to win this game because they're not like there's no there's nothing definitive about this game at all. If anything, yeah. the Chiefs are probably have a little bit of a higher chance to win this game. Um, 
But I think I'm just going with my gut here. I think that the Saints will upset the Chiefs. Um, I think that Drew Brees can have a good game, and then the um, you know, the Saints could have the upper hand in this matchup. So that's what I think is going to happen. Okay, and I'll go with my gut here and say that the that Chiefs have the MVP in Patrick Mahomes. They have the best tight end in Travis Kelsey, one of the fastest wide receivers in Tyreek Hill. And the Saints are banged up. Drew Brees, who knows if he's going to be good. Michael Thomas, I think he's out with an injury. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to take the Chiefs. I think they're just the best team in the league by far. Well, not by far. I think the Chargers are second if they can pull it together. Steelers but are second. Pretty close. Yeah. I think the they lost. They lost to the third best team in the league. So, okay, <laughs> would that be the football team? Yes. Okay, but anyway, the Chiefs football team is going to win. They're going to destroy. Let's move on. Um, okay. Interesting. Browns. Team, yeah, sure. Giants. You're going to be Sunday night football next week. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Browns Giants in New York. Uh, six and a half point spread. In favor of the Cleveland Browns, 44 point over under. This one's interesting because, um, here, this is a mind blowing stat. Here, are you ready? So, the Browns are nine and four, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, they're shoot, I, I don't, I don't have the stat right now. Um, okay, Jackson, you say why you're gonna pick the team that you're gonna pick, and then I'll come back. Okay, so the Browns are a very good team. They just had a narrow loss to the Ravens, yes, but it is very hard to argue with um uh with a solid nine and four record. Um, you know, they haven't played against um easy teams. Yes, I admit that. However, the Browns have proven that they can hang in there with the best of them, that they are um a, are a good team. I don't wouldn't put them in the category of Super Bowl contenders. But I will say that they will make a deep run in the playoffs, and they are much better than the Giants, who are coming off of a 26-7 loss against the 7-6 Cardinals, who had um, previously been in a pretty big slump that, went that, that made them go from possible Super Bowl contenders to um, the conversation for, you know, maybe not making the playoffs, being right on the bubble, which is not a good thing from a team. So I don't think – you see, the Giants, they did get it done against the Seahawks, but um, as you said before, if you can keep the Seahawks to a low point total, which they did, a mere 12 points, then you the Seahawks are – you know, they are defeatable. Definitely, definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, the thing is, I just don't think that the Giants will be able to keep this Browns team – to a low point total because as we've seen with the Browns, many of the games, well, some of the games actually have been pretty low scoring, but last game was a pretty good game, pretty high scoring game. I don't think that the Giants have it in them to keep them, to keep it to a low, um, to keep the Browns to a low point total. And the Giants, as we've seen, they don't put a ton of points on the board. So um, I don't think that the Giants are going to be able to pull this one out. I think that the Browns are going to win the spread because I just don't think that the Giants are a very good team, especially after a pretty discouraging loss last week. I think that the Browns, who are a very, you know, a very good team, a very solid team, they're, they're definitely a good team. Um, I don't see them uh, only winning by a touchdown to the Giants. I think they're going to make it a little more than that. And if the Giants come 
within 10 points, it'll probably just be from garbage time. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, I saw this stat before the Monday game with the Browns against the Ravens. Um, so, the Browns at the time were 9-3, and three, right? A 9-3 and three team. So, they won nine games, lost three. Guess what their point differential was? So, what? point differential, points scored uh, minus points given up. For what? For the Cleveland Browns at 9-3 and three last week. Wait, I'm so – I don't get what you're saying. Oh, point scored throughout the season? Throughout the season, point all right, differential. All right, all right. They were 9-3. and three. Okay. I'm going to guess because you're taking – okay. I'm going to guess that it's going to be a surprising – one, so it's going to be like 20. So they've scored 20 more points than they've let up throughout yeah, the season. Sure. sure. They have actually let up 15 more points than they've scored in the entire season before wow. the game against the Ravens. Yeah. So when they win, they barely win. When they lose, they lose. Like there have been two games where they got blown up by 30 plus points, mm-hmm. and that, that's contributed to it. And their games are really close games. It's like three points, two points, three points, four. The occasional yeah, I mean, touchdown win. Just over a point. When- oh, yeah, definitely. And so I think the, the Browns win this game. They're a great football team. Baker Mayfield actually is a good quarterback. He's inconsistent, yes. But I don't know. I don't think people give him the respect he deserves. The Giants, meanwhile. I think he's a joke at this point with his commercials. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that, that's part of the reason. But anyway. <laughs> I think the Giants football team is more of a joke. So I'm going to take the Browns. Sure. However, it's on the road. Sunday night football game, maybe a little closer in prime time. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to – I'm going to take the Giants to cover the spread. It's six and a half points. I think the Giants kind of keep it close, maybe a last-second touchdown, something like that. I'm going to take the Giants to cover the spread, but definitely the Browns to win this game. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. So – Moving on to the last game, another boring game to end off a week full of boring games. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Cincinnati Bengals. So, obviously, I have the Steelers win this one. I have the Steelers covering a 13-point spread because the Bengals are basically the Cowboys. They had a good quarterback to begin the season, but now they don't have anything going for them. Um, And they're basically probably even worse than the Cowboys. So, I'm going to take the Steelers to win this game and cover the spread. Yeah, you don't take... You don't take an eleven and two team to lose to a ten two and ten team, yeah. especially even if even if the eleven two team has lost two games in a row, that doesn't really matter. The Bengals suck; they don't have a quarterback. If the Steelers lose this game, that is so surprising. Now, 13, 13 point spread. It's in Cincinnati, divisional game. Like I said, are closer. It's only a wow. It's a forty point five over under lowest on the week. Puts the wow. So it puts the implied team total for the Cincinnati Bengals at around 13 points. Wow. So that says something when you don't think a team (laughs) you don't think a team is going to be able to score more than two touchdowns in an entire game. That just means that there's no confidence whatsoever for the Bengals. I think I have the same opinion or I don't think I, I do have the same opinion. The Steelers they should be able to score at least a few touchdowns in this game. That should be enough. They're going to beat the Bengals. I mean, uh, the spread is a toss-up for me. I'll take the Steelers just because they're they're the lot better team. Although, I I don't blame you if you take the Bengals to cover the spread. I mean, yeah, they're projected to basically double the amount of points. Yeah. 
Yeah, in fact, they are, you know, 13-point implied total and then 13-point spread. So anyway, moving on to our final segment, we have the games of the week. So um, as you know, in this segment, we're basically just going to be breaking down the two top games, one for me, one for Asher, um, and giving them a rating um, on a scale from 1 to 10 based on an average NFL football game. So um, they're going to air on the higher side, obviously, you know, eights, nines. Yeah. Um, but that's why we do decimal points. And then I have had the pick um, of my game for the past few weeks, and the past few weeks have not featured a ton of very exciting games. So this week, Asher is going to get – Far and away the most exciting game of the week. So, Asher, what is your Yeah. So, I'm very thankful for this pick because, you know, when you when you look at the – you get you look at the slate, there are a few teams that kind of pop out. You get the Chiefs Saints. You get the, uh, I don't know, Niners Cowboys divisional game. You get Eagles Cardinals maybe a close a game. game oh, not rivalry game. I don't know. <laughs> but clearly, clearly the best game this week. Is going to be the Rams versus the Jets. Yeah. Look, when you get a 17 point spread, it's just six. No, I, I, all right, sorry, I can't do this. Um, yeah, so I'm going to take Chief Saints. I don't think anyone was surprised there. Um, I don't know if I actually did get you with, with you thinking I was going to take the Rams versus the Jets. Leave a comment down below saying, wow, you got me. I don't know. Anyway, um, Saints, Chiefs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, not a comment. Review. Review. Leave a five-star review because yeah. <laughs> if you do five stars, we're more likely to see it. I don't know. Anyway, um, Saints, Chiefs in New Orleans. Wow. This game is going to be incredible. You get you can't argue with that. Two of the top five teams in the league. Um, Saints, Chiefs, it's just amazing. You get Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes. It's gonna be incredible. I think fireworks on offense. I'm predicting like probably 60 points between the two of them. It's going to be so fun to watch. Tyreek Hill, Alvin Kamara, Kamara, I don't know. Um, yeah, so it's just a lot of offensive firepower. Um, this game could be a, could be the Super Bowl. So let that sink in. I think that's a storyline. It's like a preview of maybe these two teams could meet, two of the most dominant teams in our conference. It's just – it has everything. So I think this is going to be the highest game I've ever I've ever – uh, pick for game of the week. I'm going to give it a 9.5. Now, Whoa. the only thing that can make this higher is if they were like battling for the one seed because, you know, I mean, the this is kind of a must win game for the Saints if they want to get the one seed. I think they're tied with the Packers and the Packers are up 7-3 right now. They're going to win. Um, the, the Saints have a, an, let me see, they have Oh, so they play the Vikings and the Panthers. Yeah, so if they can win this game, it's going to be interesting to see who gets that number one seed, the Packers or the um, or the Saints. But anyway, this game is just incredible. It has everything. It has offense. It has some storylines. It has maybe close games. It's just, wow, this game's going to be great. So, yeah, it's a 9.5, in my opinion. Definitely go check it out. Jackson, your turn. Wow. You really, you really impressed me, Asher. Uh, not, to, not to mention that you said wow a lot of times. But anyway, oh, okay. uh, yeah, <laughs> like how I said like. But anyway, yeah. Um, moving on to the next game, we have the. Um, I'm gonna take 
the Seahawks versus the football team. So most people with a six point spread, most people wouldn't consider this the closest game. However, um, if you've been keeping up with the NFL recently, you would know that the football team has a surprising four game win streak. And this is against not horrible teams, believe it or not. I know it's very surprising, but the football team is actually looking like a pretty good team in the NFL. Um, they upset the Steelers in a massive upset. Um, yeah. You know, um, like diluted a little bit by the fact that the Steelers lost the game after that. But still, whatever. Um, destroyed the Cowboys, beat the Bengals, and injuring Joe Burrow in the process, which I think, um, I don't know. I don't know if the Bengals are really a threat, but I guess opposing teams could be thankful to them. Um, but anyway, um, they also just beat the 49ers. So they um, have a pre- they have pretty good momentum going into this game. Um, they have shown that they can get the job done now, um, especially if they can um, bring it in the first half. Who knows what their potential is? They are so good in the second half. They are first um, in defense. Yeah, they, they have the best defense in the league in the second half in all facets of the game. So they can if they can put it together in the first half, then that would be really good. Now, the elephant in the room here is that Dwayne Haskins is in and Antonio Gibson is out. Now, Antonio Gibson and Alex Smith are three of the most important players, uh, two of the three most important players on the team. Um, Tara McCorn is up there as well. Um, yeah. On the offense, I should say. My bad. On the offense. But, um, you know, they have the potential to win this game in what would be considered, I think, a pretty massive upset. We saw their um, their NFC East um, uh their NFC East rival, the Giants, taking on and beating the Seahawks by five points, 17 to 12, um, just two weeks ago. And the Seahawks just haven't looked as good recently. We've seen that if they can't put a ton of points on the board, they will not win the game. If there's any defense in the league that can keep the Seahawks to under 20 points, um, well, not any defense, but basically any defense, it is the Washington football team and if the Giants can do it, I think the football team can. Now, will this happen? By no means is this like, definitely, definitely going to happen. The even bigger question is, will Dwayne Haskins be able to actually be a serviceable quarterback? And will he be able to like actually put points on the board for Washington? And will J.D. McKissick step up? And will there – so there are a lot of questions on the offense. But anyway, um, the football team does have the potential to win this game. And because it would be such a crazy upset – that is what is making allowing me to choose this one as the other game of the week. Now, as far as games of the week go, it's not a very good one. Like, just being honest with you, it's a six-point spread. You can, There's only so good a game that a six-point spread can be. Now, obviously, yeah. you have the football team. Um, they were, if they win this game, it would be insane. But the chances of that, they're not 50-50. They're probably, like, you know, 30% chance or whatever. So... I'm going to give this one, actually, I think at all-time low. It pains me to say it as a football team fan. But, you know, this game could either be really, really good or it could be, like, really, really bad. So, yeah. with that in mind, I'm going to give it a 7.8 rating. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, we're done with the show then, right? Yep, that's it. Yeah, okay, so thank you for tuning in. This has been your weekly sports breakdown um, hosted by Asher and Jackson. 
yeah, so we covered a lot of things. We did our records. I'm five games behind. Uh, looking into upset, I believe, yeah, so that's one, two, three, four games we disagreed upon. I uh, I'm hopefully going to win all four of those, in which case we're neck and neck on the season. And that's going to be something to watch. But, uh, yeah, so you got a lot of fun games on the slate, um, games to watch. Uh, that's going to be fun. You get Seahawks football team, Chief Saints. Um, yeah, so please leave a five-star review if you like this podcast. Check out our other ones. Um, yeah, so I believe we're done. Yep. Bye. Okay, so signing off for now. We'll catch you probably sometime during the week to do like a playoff picture or something like that, Thursday game. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, so we'll see you later. Thanks for listening. This has been your weekly sports breakdown. Bye.